everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new. Um, I usually tell you guys in the beginning of every single episode how I feel. If I feel good, if I don't feel good, if I feel excited, whatever. But today I actually feel kind of confused. Um, I started my day feeling amazing. I felt really good. I went to the gym after like a year of not going to the gym anymore. And I went with my boyfriend. I'm gonna elaborate on that a little bit later. Um, but I felt really fucking good. I went to the mall with my mom. We chilled a little bit at Starbucks. We got something to eat. And then we started shopping because I remembered I have an anniversary to attend. And I don't have a dress. Because like I've told you guys in a previous episode, I had a really beautiful blue dress which fit me really well when I bought it and, you know, after months of binging, it was kind of tight on me and it didn't flatter me as much, but that was the only dress that I had. So, you know, I wore it to two different anniversaries and at one of them, the second one, it actually ripped. Yeah, it actually ripped from my hip to my um, armpit. And I felt so ashamed and embarrassed. Anyways, um, you know, it. the situation ended well. I called my mom. I had something to cover up with. I had a, like a fur jacket. And, you know, I changed. Everything was good. Anyways, but I did not have a dress. And I realized today that I didn't have a dress. So, you know, I went to the mall with my mom. And I hate shopping for jeans or dresses. Like, I hate that. Because, you know, I'm a chubbier girl. Um, and I usually cannot find flattering jeans. Like, I find jeans that, you know, fit me, obviously. Because I'm not that chubby. I'm not obese or something. Um, so I find jeans. I find them pretty easily. But they don't flatter me. I have a weird body shape. And with dresses, I'm also really picky when it comes to my clothing. I don't like a lot of, you know, stuff that is in the mall. Uh, I don't even know what I like, personally. I am always in a deep state of confusion. So a lot of the time, I don't even know what I like, you know? I know what looks flattering on me, though. Like, I can just look at a top and say, okay, this is flattering, this is not flattering. And this is something I learned by shopping a lot and really often. And with you know, getting to know my body and everything. So I hate shopping for jeans and I hate shopping for dresses. So I told myself, okay, I'm not going to let myself ruin this beautiful day that I have going on with the fact that something doesn't fit me. Usually I'm really self-critical and I'm a perfectionist most of the time. When something doesn't fit me like I want or something doesn't fit me, even though it's a large size, I have a breakdown in the fucking store, in the fitting room. Today, I actually went in the mall bathroom to cry. I'm not even kidding. I had a full-on crisis going on because some dresses didn't fit me. Anyways, so finally, I found a dress that looks really, really fucking nice. It's a black dress with lace like on the top area and it is also really large in the bottom area i really like it you know it's kind of a basic black dress with some lace 
I really like it. I feel like it flatters my body. But oh my god, to find that dress, like I've told you guys, I went through fucking seven mental breakdowns. So first I went into Zara. Oh my god, I hate that store. At least when I was a kid, Zara used to be super fucking bougie. Um, it used to have really good quality clothing. And, you know, the prices were always outrageous at Zara. But, you know, it was understandable because, okay, you have really good quality clothing. You have beautiful clothing pieces. But I don't know what happened to them. I, I would say like three years ago, something like that. Zara had a huge downfall. Like, it didn't have really good quality clothes anymore. It didn't have nice designs anymore. You know, for me, it's really rare that I actually find something nice at Zara. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know if it's bad luck or something, but I usually find clothes with defects. Like always. I find fucking dirty clothing, ripped clothing. Um, you know, let's say I find the top and the strings from the top are coming out of it. Even though I step in the most, you know, fancy stores, bougiest stores ever, I usually find clothes like that. And that is something that I, you know, don't like about the mall and not just the mall but fast fashion in general the clothing you get okay it might be trendy it might look good but it's such a horrible quality yet nobody talks about it nobody talks about it you know zara has nice materials but i don't know if it's just this store like in this mall but i had this problem in every single mall that i went to in zara they have really horrible quality clothing so and, you know, the style of Zara doesn't really match me. I really like their accessories, though, and their shoes. They're really pretty. But the clothing, it's kind of lackluster for me. I don't know. It's not doing it for me. So, you know, I stepped into that store. Um, it was, you know, in a renovating state for, like, a few months. And now it looks really fucking beautiful. It's really modern also. Like, you have to get your clothing pieces you go to the fitting room area if you want to try them on and you have a big screen where it shows you if there are any fitting rooms available there is a fucking place where you can scan your own clothing like zara looks really fucking good it is really modern and it looks bougie so you know i was really excited i stepped in there i saw some cute stuff but then I saw my middle school bullies. I saw two fucking girls, which I hate. I absolutely hate them. And here's the thing. I don't say this about, you know, random people. Oh my gosh, I hate that. Oh my gosh, I hate her. No. But if you do something to me, or if you do something to others, or something that I don't personally like, which is, you know, kind of horrible, I'm gonna hate you. Like, I'm not gonna hate you if you do something that, I don't know, pisses me off once. Like, girl, I'm not that dumb. But those bitches told me to kill myself. So I talked about this in, like, previous episodes. There was this fucking app where you could send anonymous messages. And I got so much hate. I got dragged. And they were part of the reason why I started to have an eating disorder because they told me, oh my gosh, you're so fat, you look so fat, whatever. And they didn't only send me like those insults, but also fucking huge ass messages, anonymous messages complaining about me. 
every single fucking day. I cannot stand them. And they are really entitled. So I didn't want them, you know, to see me. I didn't want to see them. I just, no. So I told my mom, mom, come with me. Let's hide. (laughs) Let's go into the corner of the fucking store and let's just chill there for a little bit. Uh, My mom was really understanding, but she always tells me, you know, fuck them, like, just mind your own business, you know, don't look in their direction, just, you know, pretend like you didn't see them, which is nice advice, to say the least, but I just wasn't in the mood, I came right from the gym to the mall, uh, and I wasn't feeling myself, I was wearing some shorts, uh, some tight shorts, and a black hoodie on top, which you know, this combination usually makes me really confident, but I was really self-critical today. And, you know, I told myself, oh my gosh, my thighs look fat. Oh my gosh, I look disgusting, whatever. So usually when I am in this state, I don't go out because I need to take care of myself. And I am well aware that, you know, those things I'm saying about myself are really damaging, but I still say them. So, you know, I don't have a lot of self-control. You, you know, when it comes to a lot of things. So I just prefer to chill in my home. But this was a necessity. I really needed to buy a new dress. So, you know, I I picked two dresses and the corset top from Zara to, you know, try on. Um, both dresses didn't fit me. This is another issue I have with Zara. I am not obese. I'm not obese. I am not too overweight. I gotta say, yeah, I'm chubby and I own it. And I'm trying to change, you know. I started gym. I started fucking eating in a calorie deficit. I'm doing it in a healthy way. So I'm trying to better myself. But they have the smallest sizes on earth. I swear to God. Like, it is really rare that I actually fit into something that also makes me look flattering. Because you don't only need clothing that fits you. You need clothing that flatters you. You know, because if you wear a fucking, I don't know, a corset top. And, you know, let's face it, you look like shit in it. And that is not because you look like shit. It, it is because that top, you know, makes you look unflattering. You know? There are certain pieces of clothing that look flattering on others, but they don't look good on, you know, other people, which is obvious. For for example, even when I was skinny, like really fucking skinny, low-rise jeans didn't flatter me. And, you know, I feel sad about it because, you know, there are other people who rock them, but I, you know, I can rock them too, but they just don't bring the best out of me. But then I remember, okay, there are people who cannot rock high-waisted jeans or, I don't know, fucking whatever I'm wearing. So, you know, that kind of compensates it. Anyways, so those dresses didn't fit me, like, at all. And also, I'm kind of big in the chest department, to say the least. And usually, I cannot find a tight dress that fits well because, you know, it's gonna show everything. It's going to reveal a lot of my cleavage. And I'm personally not comfortable with showing too much skin. Like, okay, now people who know me are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I always wear, you know, tight clothes, like tight tops, especially. Uh, I usually wear a cleavage. I usually, you know, reveal skin. In my opinion, I don't personally reveal a lot. 
aside from my cleavage. But you know, when there is too much cleavage situation going on, I'm personally not comfortable in that. So yeah, that's why I didn't pick the second Zara dress, even though it looked amazing on my body. It looked beautiful. It looked like it was made for me. The cleavage area just wasn't it. So I felt really sad. Then I went into other dress stores. Um, everything looked nice. Um, but nothing fit me. Nothing fit me or nothing fit me right. And I cried in the fucking bathroom like I told you. I just didn't feel good today. But I finally found a dress looks beautiful it is amazing um a tip that i would have to give for myself and for you guys who are struggling with shopping and shit like that is to go to shopping with trustworthy people or with yourself and that's it because i usually go with my parents because i cannot just ask them like hey can you give me a giant amount of money i'm going to you know do some shopping because they won't do that um, they did that in the past, but they usually say, ah, oh, you're gonna buy shitty clothing, whatever. So they don't give me money. Um, anyways, so that's why I go with them. Because, you know, I can buy stuff that I like, even though it's a little bit on the pricier side. But when I'm going alone, they don't trust me. They think I'm gonna buy shitty ass clothing. Anyways, so usually when I go out, you know, to do some shopping with my mom especially with my dad my mom and dad are the worst combo i cannot imagine my grandma i dissed her before but she's nice but she does some really fucked up shit anyways um when i go you know to do some shopping with them they tell me this time you're not gonna purchase large clothing that makes me just so annoyed that is a pet peeve of mine when my parents and my family overall tells me oh my gosh you're wearing oversized clothing again like shut the fuck up i don't feel comfortable with wearing skinny jeans and fucking i don't know a tight top i would rather wear you know large bottoms large tops or large bottoms tight tops i cannot stand wearing only tight clothing no when i'm gonna feel 100% confident and when I'm gonna lose some weight you know I don't know if I'm gonna rock that but I'm gonna try it at you know one point of my life but currently I wear large clothing pieces but oh my gosh so my mom tells me oh this time you're not gonna purchase anything large I am not gonna buy you anything large and then we step into a store you know I look around the store to see what I like girl she points at every single piece of clothing that she sees tells me oh this will look beautiful on you oh this is nice this is tight this is whatever and i get it okay you're trying to help me but i don't i cannot tell you how often she does this let's say in a store she does this at least 20 times i'm not even kidding and it's becoming so fucking annoying so i tell her mom please leave me alone I'm gonna search for what I like. If you see something that is genuinely matching my style, then yeah, you can go ahead and show me. And I'm saying it respectfully, and then she gets mad and fucking yells at me. Um, when my dad comes with me to do some shopping, he usually fat shames me, like, a lot, and I hate that. 
um my dad just blatantly tells me like um don't purchase something that is gonna show your belly because you have a belly if you didn't have a belly then yeah you could wear them like shut the fuck up i don't tell you anything about your lifestyle but anyways you know shopping with them kind of annoys me sometimes it's fun sometimes it is hell but anyways if you want to have a good shopping experience you know bring your fucking significant other or bring your best friend or just yourself girl you're gonna have the time of your life it is amazing it is a really nice activity um you can find clothes that you truly like without being judged by your parents or you know other people who you might go to do some shopping with so i just like that um shopping by myself is honestly super therapeutic it relaxes me so much and usually shopping stresses me out i feel really drained after a day of shopping i just want to chill take a long four hour bath and then sleep but when i'm going out by myself it is actually so energizing i love that anyways um so my mood was ruined um but now i feel great now i feel really good i feel kind of stressed though because I allowed myself to relax too much. I'm officially in the summer break. It is really fucking nice. But I kind of let myself go a little bit when it you know, comes to studying. Because I didn't study at all this week. And I feel really guilty about that. I only did a little bit of studying today and yesterday. But in rest, no. I just wanted to chill. I just wanted to enjoy one week of summer without studying because I'm going to have extra lessons this summer. I'm going to study a lot at math, at chemistry, at biology, and at Romanian. I'm so fucking tired of this. I just want to go to college. And yeah, I'm going to stress more there. But at least I'm going to, you know, be in med school. You know, that is a huge accomplishment for me. Anyways, let me tell you how my lifestyle has been And, you know, what I've been eating, what I've been doing, how much weight I lost. So let's go. Um, Basically, I set myself a goal to lose weight. I did not set myself, um, I don't know, my dream weight because that is super toxic for me. Um, And I would usually fall into um, eating disorders, either binging or starvation. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Kilograms don't mean shit. This is the truth. Like kilograms don't mean shit to an extent. Because if you have 200 kilograms, then yeah, that's going to be something to worry about. But, you know, other than that, calories, not calories, I'm sorry, kilograms don't mean shit. Like for me, let's say, saying, oh my gosh, I want to have 40 kilograms so bad. First of all, that is so low for my height. You know, I'm pretty tall, average to tall, I don't know. So that is going to be a really low weight for me. Um, So I just, I'm not thinking about kilograms right now. You know, the only thing that I'm worried about is how much I'm losing, not how much I have, how much I will have. Um, So I've been eating really good and also I am experimenting with food. I discovered a food that I hated in the past or I didn't even think about tasting. For example, tofu. 
That is so fucking good. That shit is so good. And vegan food overall. I go to a place to eat where they only have vegan food with my best friend. And girl, they have super good food. I ate vegan sushi with avocado like a dragon roll. But without the fish, obviously. That shit is the best thing I ever ate in my life. I also ate um, desserts that are vegan and healthy, period. Um, burritos that are vegan. Fucking... Last time I went, I ate a sandwich with tofu and tomatoes and some salad. It was so good. Oh my god. I love vegan food so much. I didn't think that, you know, vegans have a huge variety of foods. I just thought that they were fucking eating leaves because I cannot imagine living without cheese, fucking eggs, meat, kind of. I'm not a meat fan and sometimes I actually almost throw up because of eating meat. Like, I don't know what's going on with me and my body. Um, I don't have a huge guilt when I eat meat. Like, I sometimes think, okay, this is a dead pig in front of me, <laughs> but you know, I just want to enjoy the food. Sometimes I just don't feel good. If it's too much meat in my meal, I, I'm going to throw up. Like, I don't like that. So, And I'm also really um, picky when it comes to what meat I'm eating. So yeah, I could imagine myself being a vegetarian one day. But girl, I love burgers too much. And I know I can eat vegetarian burgers, but the patty doesn't compare to the meat one. Like, anyways... But I've been eating really well. The only thing that's going on is that at night, I'm starving. Even though I eat really well during the day and I consume the amount of calories that I'm supposed to consume, I get so hungry at night. Like, And that happens because I was really used to eating at night. I would usually cook myself something at 2am, even though it's pasta, which takes time to cook, you know? Or fucking i don't know the most random shit usually i would buy frozen pizza and i would cook myself frozen pizza at like 3 a.m or something which is definitely really healthy um so i got used to that and these days when i craved something so bad that i was just i was i felt like i was starving even though i didn't um i just drank water and distracted myself or if i really felt like i'm gonna pass out i would usually go to the kitchen and make myself a pesto tortilla which is my love pesto is my life that is the that is my favorite thing ever i used to eat pesto with everything i still do that though but i let me tell you i used to eat pesto on bread or on chicken Or random shit like that because I just love pesto too much. Let me tell you the best combination ever. For me at least. I don't know if you will like it. Um, Mozzarella with pesto and dried tomatoes. Girl, oh my god. You can be creative with this. Either incorporate it in a sandwich or something. Either on pizza. Oh my gosh. A pesto pizza with... I gotta write that shit down. That seems so fucking good. Or just put a mozzarella in your fucking plate, top it with some pesto, and put some dried tomatoes on the side. That is so good. And I discovered this combo by going to Starbucks one day. Um, 
And I actually saw a sandwich that had mozzarella, pesto, dried tomatoes. Um, it also had something else. A type of salad or something. And I was obsessed with it. I went to Starbucks almost every single day just to get that fucking sandwich because it was amazing. I loved that so much. I remember that once I actually bought two sandwiches and I was super sad because they didn't have more sandwiches. I wanted to fucking eat three of them. That was so fucking yummy. But they removed it. I don't know what's going on with Starbucks. I hated them for that. Removing the best sandwich ever. Like, anyways, I was so pissed. But this combination is good and it is also really healthy. Anyways, um, I started to work out. Yesterday, I worked out by myself in my home it was really tiring i did some yoga also i love yoga it is just so fucking relaxing and it can really get rid of your back pain there are so many types of yogas to try like if you have i don't know back pain lower back pain if you want to fucking reconnect with mother earth or something random you can find yoga for that it it is insane i love it so much um but I also did workouts that I remembered from my, you know, memory of going to the gym at home. I got tired so fast. I think I've lasted for like mm, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. Which is really unusual of me because I usually do workouts for like an hour. So my stamina got really low. I went today with my boyfriend for the first time at the gym. I was so fucking confused. I didn't know what to do. I felt so awkward. There were so many people there. I was following him the entire time. Like if he was going somewhere, I was going somewhere with him. Because I felt so... I felt so shy. I I don't know. I just felt really awkward. I also sweat like a pig. I'm not even kidding. And, you know, I just wanted to be with him. That's it. But it was really enjoyable. I'm also going on Saturday. I plan... I plan on going like three or four times a week, which is a lot, but he is an amazing gym buddy. Um, and you know, we hype each other up. We, there, let me tell you. So, in the gym that I'm going to, there are like motivational quotes on the walls and they are so fucking funny. Um, there was one, and also pictures. It was a picture of a gangster, like, with a fucking cigarette in his mouth looking badass black and white shit um and there was a quote next to it saying join me and let's lift or something girl they had quotes like this everywhere and i really liked the gym i never saw a gym that looked this pretty in my life um it was like all black with you know quotes black and white images with muscular girls and guys like super fit and everybody looked really nice there weren't like weirdos and anything like that the music was good they had so much equipment there and also they had like different rooms with you know certain equipment in them they had like four or five rooms or something and they were huge that gym is so big and i really like the vibe in it also my boyfriend being a good gym buddy that really hypes me up and congratulates me, whatever. He is not like severe or anything. I like that. 
And I did a lot of work today. I cannot feel my back. It cracked right now. I moved like an inch and it cracked. Anyways, I want to talk about something. I really, I really do. And that is it girls and how to become one. Now, after listening to what I just said in the beginning with the mall experience, me being really self-critical, crying when I go shopping, you're probably not gonna, you know, trust any of my advice when it comes to it girls. But listen to this. I am not 100% an it girl. But it depends, you know, it depends on what you consider to be an it girl. Because if you just want to look like an it girl, it's not gonna happen. You also have you also need to have the vibe. Um, you probably think I'm on crack or something right now. But let me tell you what I think an it girl is. And if you don't know what this means, um, an it girl is basically the main character. For example, in Mean Girls, Regina George is an it girl. She is the shit. Everybody likes her, even though she, you know, in the movie is horrible. But everybody likes her and she's the it girl. Um... So a lot of people on TikTok were discussing about it girls, how to become an it girl, whatever. In my opinion, an it girl is a girl who, you know, stands up for herself. She looks gorgeous. She wears shit that flatters her. Her makeup is always on point. Um, she has her life together. Also, another thing, she is really open. Um, she's really straightforward an aesthetic period um you know there are a lot of words to describe an it girl but that is like a summary for me and i do consider that i glow up this year and i'm not talking about a physical glow up i am talking about mental glow up spiritual glow up everything of that sort um i just have my shit together way more than i used to have it before in my life which i'm really proud of um, I started to stand up for myself more often. Um, I stopped comparing myself to other girls. And if you want to know how to do that, I have a, I have an episode dedicated to that. So go and check it out if you want to. Um, I also can maintain a super organized room, not clean, but an organized room. There is a difference. Um, I just discovered myself a lot. I got to know myself a lot this year. And I am basically getting closer and closer to what I, you know, perceive an it girl to be. So I'm starting to become an it girl, period. Um, And let me tell you how I became a semi-it girl. (laughs) A semi-it girl or basically how I got my life back together after a lot of procrastination, after a lot of battles with myself um and how you know i got better overall at everything so one thing that really made my life improve was not comparing myself to other girls because this was starting to consume my life i would cry every single day because i saw a beautiful girl on my feed or and everything like that and you know, I had an event going on. If you want to know more about that, you can go ahead and check one of my previous episodes. Anyways, um, now even if I want to, like even if I try, I cannot compare myself to other girls anymore. It's like something clicked in my brain, which is honestly, I'm, you know, grateful. I am really thankful for that. 
Um, so yeah, I stopped comparing to other girls and, you know, pretty much stopped caring about how other girls look and what lifestyles they have and shit like that. I just mind my own business and instead of stalking other girls' account accounts, I'm sorry, I'm stalking mine, period. That's way better. Anyways, uh, a huge thing also that really improved me was to delete a lot of my following. Now, I used to follow girls that I was just comparing with or random accounts that I wasn't connected to anymore. Like, I used to follow people who I didn't talk to anymore or I actually hated. I don't know why I follow them. So, I just cleaned them up and I went from like 600 something to 100 you know that was a drastic change i lost a lot of followers but i felt so relieved i felt like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders and you know i love that for me i love the fact that i you know said okay do i like this person no okay we're gonna unfollow them okay do i need this person in my following no okay and you know this can come with a little bit of drama i unfollowed a guy that i didn't like at all like he was starting to piss me off really badly um so i unfollowed him and then he messaged me and told me hey why did you unfollow me like that is so fucking bizarre that is so that is so uncomfortable okay i unfollowed you just let it be don't fucking come in my dms and say my gosh, why did you unfollow me? Like, what do you expect me to say? I don't like you. You know, I wasn't straightforward like that. I just told him, oh, I cleaned my fucking following. That's it. I don't have to explain myself to, you know, somebody. I'm just gonna make up a random excuse and that's it. But it can come with a little bit of drama. It can come with, like, uncomfortable situations. But it's way better for me, at least. Um, Another thing that I did was to delete TikTok and unnecessary social medias that i didn't use anymore for example snapchat like who the fuck uses snapchat anymore um anyways i used snapchat just for taking pictures and random videos and i just went through my snapchat gallery and i had only bullshit like i had only random ass videos or pictures that i don't need and i was super tired of that app plus there are so many pervs on there so i just deleted it completely forgot about it whatever uh tiktok also and i had a pretty big account but i was so sick of the app for obvious reasons so i deleted it everything is so much better Uh, i have an obsession with youtube now i just watch fucking youtube shorts which is kind of like tiktok or i watch long ass videos like one hour videos on youtube you know which is not good because i waste my time a lot and i actually thought okay let's uninstall youtube but yeah you know i'm not that insane even though it's kind of addictive like really addictive i'm not gonna uninstall youtube obviously so delete unnecessary social medias because they are harming you if you have an obsession with that they are harming you um anyways Another thing I did was to, you know, bring my hobbies out again um, and do stuff that I actually like without having the fear 
of being judged. For example, this podcast. If you asked me, you know, last year, hey, would you ever start a podcast? I would be like, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But, you know, only in my dreams, obviously. Like, I would never be able to actually start a podcast. Um, And I thought about creating a podcast this year. Because last year was just, no, I couldn't. So this year, I was actually open to the idea of creating a podcast. Maybe, maybe it's nice, you know. It seems good. It seems pretty nice. And let's do it. So... I actually had a debate in my mind. Should I do this podcast in Romanian or in English? But, you know, I wanted to do a podcast in Romanian because I could actually include my friends, my boyfriend into episodes. And, you know, because of the fact that I felt really insecure knowing that people that I actually know are going to hear me talk for an hour in English on Spotify. So, you know, that concept creeped me out. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do this in Romanian. But what am I going to talk about? How do you talk about fucking, I don't know, romanticization in Romanian? Like, no, that's not happening. Um, And other shit like that. And I thought, okay, if I do it in English, I'm going to attract a bigger audience than if I do it in Romanian. Because, let's be real, a lot of Romanians don't listen to podcast like is not as popular as in the US or something so I thought to myself okay let's do it in English I actually created my own podcast without posting it like I record my podcast on the recording app on my iPhone so I just made myself a podcast to see okay what it's gonna be like if I do a podcast what is gonna be like so it was kind of like a simulation for the podcast and that's how I started to speak really cursive in English because you know even before I started to you know do this false podcasting like the simulation and you know obviously before my real podcast I was still speaking in English really well but I was getting super nervous even though I was talking to my phone and I would just stop and be like okay I'm confused what what is gonna happen like how am I gonna do a podcast another thing that creeped me out is was the fact that you know usually podcasts don't have a lot of cuts in them like there are just people who talk without cuts that creeped me out because maybe I have to fucking yawn maybe I have to sneeze maybe something happens maybe I do a mistake and I feel awkward what am I gonna do that's why I don't record my episodes on Encore which is actually the app like the base of my podcast um because they don't allow you to make cuts you can make them after recording and I'm not just gonna sit there listen to one hour of me talking and editing everything no I'm just gonna do it on my recording app the default app on my iPhone period So, long story short, pay attention to your hobbies. And before starting something stupid like a YouTube channel, the most random thing ever, think about it. Because you don't want to embarrass yourself. And that's it. Like, you know, I wanted to have a YouTube channel. I wanted to make one. And I was actually this close, super fucking close to creating one in September. I wanted to make a first day of school vlog. 
And again, I wasn't comfortable with speaking in English. Also, I don't know a lot of things regarding YouTube, how copyrights work, what I should say and not say, because I tend to swear a lot if I talk in English and also in Romanian. But I don't know. I don't know what music to include. And I'm not that good when it becomes to like the algorithm. I don't really know how the algorithm on YouTube works. Um, I don't really know how to, you know, title my videos and stuff like that. I need to study a lot of shit before I start making a YouTube channel. And I'm not gonna make one. Just so you guys know. Probably in like two years, three years or something, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel when I feel 100% confident with talking in English. Because I still, I still feel kind of insecure sometimes because of it. But the thing with YouTube is that I know how to edit. Because I have a lot of experience with editing pictures, videos, and shit like that. Because when I was really small, I was obsessed with making skits. Um, I would usually make a storyline. I would record myself, whatever, and edit that. So I learned a lot of editing. I know how to make that, you know, basic quirky video with like the zoom in on the face when something is funny. Shit like that. Um, and I actually made some simulation videos like vlogs and they looked really fucking good like i could become a fucking youtuber right now if i wanted to but i don't know how the algorithm works yet i want to upload consistently which i'm not gonna be able to do because of obvious reasons i have fucking a life and i have school going on and you know now that is summer i have private lessons going on i'm going to the gym and, you know, with the podcast, is it is way easier to do than YouTube. Like, okay, you just sit back and talk, make some cuts here and there, choose a title, choose a description, post, that's it. It's not as difficult as a YouTube video where you just have to sit down and edit the YouTube video, which takes such a long time. You also have to make sure that you have a nice camera quality. I don't own a camera, I just did it on my phone. Uh, and I edit my videos, like my simulation videos and my reels on insta with CapCut, which is an amazing app if you want to you know do some video editing so it's really fucking nice if you want to give it a try but anyways long story short don't ignore your hobbies don't ignore your ideas projects whatever maybe you want to write a fucking book you know fucking install wattpad even though it's cringe i know um most of the app is cringe but there are actually some super fucking nice books on wattpad i was actually obsessed with the app some years ago i was reading fanfics don't judge me please uh, and also like super corny love stories which were actually super entertaining for me they are also now entertaining i love corny love stories period but anyways, if you have any type of weird fucking hobby or idea or anything, don't ignore it because your brain is trying to tell you something. I like this. You are not going to ignore it. You know, think of it as you have a kid, right? And, you know, your kid comes to you and says, I like to paint. And you are just going to ignore them. You are not going to buy them like watercolors or something or and paper or canvases to paint. You're just going to ignore them and they're going to feel really sad and find something else to do, which is boring and 
you know, it actually consumes their life. For example, you know, look on their fucking iPads and shit like that. So think of it as, you know, the same thing when it comes to yourself. Don't ignore what you like or your hobbies just because, let's say, somebody shames you for that and tells you, you're not going to do anything with this hobby. What are you going to do with painting? Like, that is not paid well. Shut the fuck up, okay? If you like something, do it. Because if you are really dedicated to your job, you are going to become successful, okay? And in order to be successful, you don't have to be a billionaire. I consider myself as being successful because I went from being insecure in a fucking t-shirt and crying every single day because I hate myself, being suicidal, all of that crap and not standing up for myself to being a bad bitch, period. Gotta love it. Um, So another tip when it comes to, you know, being an it girl is to reconsider everything, to think about something two or three times. For example, let me give you some examples. You're going to do some shopping, okay? And you find a beautiful t-shirt. Don't just buy it. Think about it. Okay, am I going to actually wear this? What am I going to match it with? Overthink it, you know? And usually when I go to shopping, I see some pieces, take pictures of them, and not buy them on the spot. Because then I'm going to look back at them and say, okay, I don't really like this. I'm so thankful that I, you know, didn't buy it and stuff like that. So just think about everything. Let's say, I don't know, you want to remove a person from your life. Think about it. Think about everything two or three times, especially if you are an impulsive person like me. I am the type of person to see a girl on my Pinterest with fucking crazy hair And I would want that and I would attempt to do that. That is me. I'm really impulsive. I do really impulsive shit. Sometimes reckless shit that I totally regret afterwards. I either regret or I live for it. But anyways, instead of risking, just think about it two to three times. Whatever it is. Anyways, another tip that I have is to do your skincare consistently. And I'm also speaking for me because lately I haven't done my, you know, nighttime skincare. I only did my daytime because I am too afraid of UV rays from the sun. That's a no for from me and I just apply SPF every single fucking day. Every single fucking day, a few times a day. Got to love it. But even if you don't know anything about skincare, it is so fucking easy. Buy a cleanser and a moisturizer. And you can do your research onto those two. And an SPF also. And it's really fucking easy. Having a skincare routine is super nice. Like waking up in the morning, doing your skincare, feeling moisturized, beautiful, and nourished. And sometimes doing like sheet masks or fucking whatever face masks you want. Like it's just so relaxing. I love skincare so much. And when people tell me, Oh my gosh, but I just wash my face with water. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You are such a pick-me. Whenever I talk about my skincare, somebody needs to say, Oh my gosh, but I I only wash my face with like fucking hand soap and three-in-one shampoo and my face is so clear. Yeah. And you are going to age at 30. Shut the fuck up. 
I hate those people. They are super pick me. Also, another tip. Don't be a fucking pick me. If you want to be an it girl, don't be pick me. You don't need to be overly confident or the other extreme. Pretend like you are so fucking ugly all the time. Just complaining to people. Oh my gosh, I'm so ugly. Oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Like, shut up. I once a girl complained about her looks near me but not in um not in a sad way you know i do complain about my looks with close people but i wasn't close to her she just complained okay i get it you complain once and i told her okay no like you look really pretty like don't worry about it and then she said it like fucking 100 times oh my gosh like i'm so ugly she was saying something about her body like not oh my gosh i'm so fat or ugly or whatever she said something regarding a feature of hers so she said that you know that feature was ugly whatever and i just fucking agreed with her i told her yeah it is she just looked at me and she said what did you just say and i told her yeah it looks ugly and i just laughed because what the fuck like i am trying to chill i'm such a chill person i'm trying to chill i don't even know you that much we don't even talk that much you're just gonna say oh my gosh like i feel so ugly oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so ugly oh my gosh i'm so fat like shut the fuck up is this the only thing that you know how to say are you a fucking bird shut the fuck up so i agreed with her this is the best thing you can do when you have pick me bitches or even pick me boys oh my gosh i hate um you know near you just agree with them be like yeah and then laugh And then they will be so fucking insecure. And they will shut up because this is what this girl did. Period. Gotta love that. So don't be a pick me. But also don't be like overly confident. Because if you're overly confident, then you just ruin it. You ruin your it girl, confident girl persona. No. True confident queens don't always say, Oh my gosh, I'm so confident. Oh my gosh, I'm so gorgeous. Oh my gosh. You know. Girls who are actually confident and girls who are basically the main character and own everything, we are living in their world, they don't say 24-7, I'm so gorgeous, I'm so fucking beautiful. You can do this when you are by yourself because it is actually really fucking nice. But when you are out with a lot of people, just don't say it every single second or, you know, be overly confident because, you know, that is not a great look be normal you know be normal when you feel confident take a lot of pictures take videos whatever but don't i don't know how to say it don't exaggerate is the word another tip to become the it girl is to not stir up drama and not fight a lot i love drama i live for my drama and i love talking shit with my best friend i talk shit about people who are actually horrible i don't talk about I don't talk shit about people who are just, like, kind. Like, why? No. You know, people who actually do some shit that is kind of concerning, that is kind of, like, horrible. Yeah, we are gonna gossip about that. Um, For obvious reasons, you know? So, don't stir up drama. Don't start unnecessary drama. And when somebody tells you something, like, you're so fucking ugly, instead of just taking your earrings off to fight them and putting your hair in a messy bun 
<laughs> or I don't know, just remain calm, you know? This is the best look. Just be unbothered. It's the word. Be unbothered. And I know sometimes people say shit. It hurts you. I know. I get it. I'm such a sensitive person. For me, when somebody that I know, not a stranger, for me, when somebody that I know says something horrible about me, I feel so horrible and I doubt myself. And I'm really self-critical. So I get it. But if you show them that you don't give a shit, that is the best look ever. That is it, girl behavior. Not giving a shit. Actually, deep inside giving a shit, but, you know, making it seem like you don't give a shit is so attractive, period. Also, another thing, being really kind to others. Like, not overly kind, so they step on you, obviously. Do everything with a limit. But be kind, you know? Whenever you feel like making a compliment, go ahead and make a compliment, you know? Even when you see a fucking stranger they look really gorgeous tell them you look gorgeous as fuck today like you slay queen period or anything like that but here comes something that i really want to talk about don't make compliments just because you want to seem like a great person no no we are not doing that here we are not doing that here guys um don't just do that because you want to feel great about yourself or seem like a super nice person. No. That is so cringe. Um, I heard a girl once say, like, yeah, I compliment people a lot, even strangers. Like, I I just do that. And it makes me feel so good. Like, girl, we know that you just say those compliments just because the tone that she said it also i cannot mimic that but it was so fucking pick me so annoying people who actually compliment strangers are not gonna brag about it or that is what is happening with people who donate people who donate to like charities and shit like that are not gonna be like oh my gosh so i donated to like charity oh my gosh and you know speak about that 24 7 um so don't make compliments because that is not great would you want somebody to say oh my gosh you look so good without being genuine like that is so shitty that is so fucking shitty and sometimes you cannot hide it like sometimes it can look really fake you know i'm just i just don't dig for that i had fake compliments said to me oh my gosh like i like your hair so much no shut up no and I'm referring to girls who used to gossip and also currently gossip, you know, about me, talk shit about me behind my back. And then they are super fucking nice, complimenting me 24-7, like, shut the fuck up. I know you're bullshitting. I know you're doing this just to make yourself feel better. So don't do this. If you want to be a queen, don't do this. It's super shitty. Also, another thing that you can do to become a net girl is to be comfortable with yourself. Because usually outgoing and really, I don't know how to, really social people are really comfortable with themselves. And I saw that in me because I used to be really fucking shy and intimidated by everybody I saw. And that was happening because I wasn't at peace with myself. I wasn't comfortable with going out by myself to a coffee shop or going by myself to eat, especially, I was always with someone. Always. And since, you know, 
COVID started, I, you know, was forced to stay alone. I had my mom, but my mom was minding her business. I was minding my business. So, you know, I was just chilling by myself. And I really got used to being with me and that's it. Um, I started to feel way more comfortable with myself and it's really nice. And since that happened, I'm really outgoing. I am not ashamed anymore to, you know, ask the bartender to bring me the check. Sometimes I am, but like not as much as I was before. Or I can talk to people more openly now. Um, anyways, another thing is to be really well-spoken. Uh, so start reading because reading is so underrated in my opinion. Lighting a candle, sitting on your comfy bed and reading. That is so peaceful. And I used to say, oh my gosh, but I don't like reading. I cannot find books. Girl, you need to know what you like first. Because if you are confused about that, you are not going to find a book. Or you are going to find one that you don't like. So for me personally, I enjoy fantasy books with vampires and shit like that. I love that shit. I like fashion-related books, books about high school, high school drama, high school love, corny love books. They are the best. You just gotta figure out what you like and then it's gonna be so easy for you. Easy. I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce words. It's gonna be so easy for you to find books. For me personally, right now, I have a problem. I purchase way too many books and I actually end up reading one, losing my motivation, and starting another one. So I need to, you know, get rid of this horrible habit of mine. But anyways, my last tip on being a knit girl, and I'm gonna end this episode, is standing out. You need to stand out if you want to be an it girl, and if you want to be unique, obviously. Um, to an extent, of course, everything has limits, everything is to an extent but if you have if you want to be different by purchasing a fucking bunny hat and smearing black eyeshadow onto your lids without making it look good and dressing really ugly and putting hashtag alt in your pictures that is not standing out honey that is fucking creepy i'm terrified of you i don't want to i don't want to be near you no i hate those people like I'm not a judge. Oh, yeah, I, fuck it. I am a judgy person. <laughs> you know, the thing is, bunny hats, come on now. And, you know, just being different and putting hashtag out in your pictures, like, no. If you're a goth, if you're emo, shit like that, then yeah, you can go ahead and put alt, obviously. You own that shit. But if you just, I don't know, if you're an indie kid, if you put like fucking beads, around your neck like colorful beads around your neck a bunny hat and you smear black eyeshadow you're not alt girl you're just embarrassing um so if you want to stand out with something do it in a subtle way or you can do it in a extra way but make sure it's not cringy for example you know something that i stand out with for me personally can be my makeup a lot of the times i like to experiment with like glitters makeup eyeliner and shit like that, and I really like it, but I don't exaggerate with it. I also stand out with my accessories. I wear a lot of rings. Um, I wear, I have a statement uh, piece. I don't usually have statement pieces. 
I just don't like that. Um, but something that is always on me is my choker. You know the 2014 choker, Tumblr girl era phase, whatever? I have that shit on and I feel really confident in it. And oh my gosh, so many people said, oh my gosh, like that is a dog collar. You are a dog. Like, huh, so funny. You are something else. Your humor is definitely really advanced, too advanced for me. Anyways, so just stand out with something, you know? Don't just be like the crowd. If something is really fucking trendy, like overly trendy, try to avoid that. If you really like it, like if you dig for it, go ahead do that but if it's not a necessity of yours for example something that was really trendy gucci belts or louis vuitton bags and i know i cannot afford them obviously or i can but i'm gonna starve for like a few months um i can buy fake ones like always and a lot of girls in my city (laughs) had fake copies of like designer brands And I was so thankful that I didn't join it, period. So if you really see like a trend that you like, go ahead and do that because you like it, whatever. But if it's not a necessity to you, try to avoid it as much as possible because you don't want to be like everybody else. You don't want to be a trend trend chaser. You want to be a trendsetter, period. There are so many tips on how to be a knit girl. So many so many tips that really helped me whatever i can do a part two of this um but i may be gonna forget about it and some tea is gonna happen in my life and i'm gonna discuss about something else in my new episode in my next i'm sorry so i don't guarantee that i don't guarantee a part two of it um i don't know i think this is about it um i made this episode really long i rambled a lot i said a lot of unnecessary shit which i really apologize about but whatever um i wanted to do shorter episodes i said this in like my last episode i think and i actually did it it was like 47 minutes long which i'm really proud of myself but for me doing like half an hour 40 minute episodes feels so rushed i don't know i just like to take my time and talk whatever and give you guys like full context and examples because sometimes i can be confusing you know i'm not a native speaker as you can tell you know so sometimes i say things and i may not make myself clear you know you may not understand me so i have to give examples and shit like that anyways i really like this episode you know it was a chill one Every time I do an episode, my throat hurts like hell. Anyways, I also did not have a drink of the day. Usually when I do episodes, I tell you guys what I'm drinking, what I'm doing, whatever. Um, But today, I had no drink. I am thirsty as fuck. I want some water. Anyways, I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. I hope you feel good, I hope you feel comfortable, I hope you feel nice. This is your reminder to do the work that you need to do. Maybe you want to go to the gym, go. Maybe you want to study, do that, you know? And I'm also speaking for myself here. So, do what you need to do, work on yourself, and make yourself 
a better version of you. Anyways, I'm gonna see you guys in the next episode. Also, stay tuned with what I'm doing on my Insta, All Offense Podcast. I post updates, I post random shit on there. So if you wanna join it, go ahead. You can also send me DMs with content suggestions, questions, shit like that. I don't care if they are personal or not. And I'm gonna talk about them on my podcast. So I definitely welcome you guys in my DMs. My DMs are open and I respond really quickly. So I'm going to see you guys in the next episode and I hope you feel really great.